Hello, lovely. It's Shauna Lee, and welcome back to the Soul Frequency Show podcast, where we're stepping into the light and raising our frequency together. Each week, we get to return to this sacred space to have conversations about the things we all experience in life, love, health, and career. A space where we, as spiritual beings, having this human experience can amplify our gifts and remember our truth. The title of this episode is Mediumship. So I love this episode. This was an awesome opportunity to connect with our guest today, Sarah Renee, and ask questions that I have had personally and just questions I have about connecting with the other side, connecting with loved ones who have passed and questions about mediumship in general, her journey um, and just what it's like, right? And what we can learn from our loved ones that have crossed over. And I ask lots of questions. We talk about obviously, you know, stuff surrounding death and the process of transitioning. So I just want to be sensitive to anybody who has recently experienced this or is going through, you know, a time in their life where someone might be crossing over and just let you know that we are talking a lot about this. So, you know, you might find a lot of comfort in what we're sharing. It could also, you know, be triggering to other people. I just wanted to bring that up. Um, prior to jumping into this episode, I found it to be very powerful. And Sarah Renee had beautiful answers to my many questions uh, about connecting with the other side. But um, everybody is walking their own individual journey. And I just wanted to say, you know, listen to your intuition and your heart about whether this episode is for you at this time, if you're moving through uh, the transition process with somebody in your life. So, Sarah Renee um, has been given a gift from God to connect to the other side. She brings through messages from people's loved ones in the afterlife, as well as from the angels and guides, so that others can experience a profound and deeply healing connection with spirit. As the founder and CEO of Sarah Renee Inc., Sarah not only offers private and group sessions, but she also provides one-of-a-kind spiritual advisement and mentorship. She teaches online classes, offers guided meditations, and continues to expand her operations and expertise. She's an ordained minister and best-selling author of The Blessings Book, as well as a co-author of the best-selling book, The Better Business Book, Volume 3. She has channeled celebrity and high-profile readings for women like Julianne Weinstein from Real Housewives of New York and Serena Dyer, best-selling author and daughter of Wayne Dyer. With no further ado, help me welcome Sarah Renee to the show. Sarah, welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here. Hey, thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited. Yes. So um, we've already had to restart my computer and Siri has just popped on for no reason before you guys, we even started this interview. So we have like some electrical stuff going on here. Um, so anyways, this should be fun and we'll just see what happens. But I am so happy to have you here. I'm thrilled um, to talk about mediumship and talk about your work. And maybe you can start off by just kind of taking us back on your journey to how you came to becoming a medium and like what kind of the ins and outs of, you know, allowing this to come forward has been for you. 
Awesome. Yeah, it was, it was quite a journey <laughs> of like resistance and then embracing and resistance and embracing again. Um, but it, you know, it's one of those things I think like you hear all the time when I was little, you know, I, I was really sensitive and saw things and it was really terrifying for me. Um, and then aside from, I did have one experience with my grandmother that where I saw her right after she passed and, and that was really comforting of course but for the most part other than that it was very scary and I would see big like dark like entity type figures and and so I had a lot of fear around it and then um even going into high school I was an extreme empath and I would like know things that I shouldn't you know know about like other people I'd see flashes or I'd feel something happening to them like when we weren't together, um, as if it was happening to me. And I really just thought I was weird, you know, for the longest time, um, or something was wrong with me. And when I was 18, I went to a medium slash astrologer, and she was the first person that really explained to me like, hey, you have this mediumship ability, you can choose to develop it more, you know, and really help people with it you know, or if you don't want to do that, that's fine too, but you need to at least learn how to manage it or it's going to, um, you know, probably like <laughs> interrupt your normal life. So that was really the first like moment where I connected the dots of, of what this gift really was. And then from there, um, I embraced it and then but I had zero foundation. I had zero protection um, that I was putting around myself. And so I closed back up again because I freaked myself out. And then I went through yoga teacher training. Um, I got sober. I really like fully committed to a spiritual path and, and just for my own healing. And on that road, I began, you know, doing energy healing work with my yoga clients and then people's loved ones started coming through and, and because I had so much stronger of a foundation, um, and I knew how to, to protect myself more, you know, I started finding out like that it wasn't as scary as, as I thought it was and that I could, bring through people's loved ones and, and have it be a really fulfilling, loving, uplifting experience instead of just a traumatizing one. Yeah. And it's interesting how you kind of, you know, got in the space of other people's energy and just got comfortable with that through other means. Mm -hmm. And then it naturally started to happen. Yeah. And I find like, especially when I'm teaching, you know, any kind of intuition courses or working with clients on developing their, you know, abilities, like sometimes when we're just in that flow of energy and we're not trying to control anything like that opens up, I feel like, you know, more of our abilities, um, yes. yeah. you know, when we're just like letting it flow and, and we're being safe about it, but we're not thinking about it. <laughs> totally. It's so true. It's like when you're trying too hard, you're like pushing something off, right? Yep. It's like you're yeah, just like you block it. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. It's so cool. And so, so now that you're in the experience and you're obviously doing this for many people and what is, what is it like from your vantage point? Like 
to be able to connect to people's loved ones and have them come through? Like, what do you take away from that personally? I feel like I learned so much. Like I'm never bored ever, which I get bored really easily. So I'm like, thanks universe for giving me a, <laughs> a career path where I will never be bored. Um, <laughs> but you know, it, it's, I experience how, when, it, when I'm bringing somebody through, I experience how they pass most, most of the time, like 99.9%. And so I, I've learned a lot about death and what that feels like in all different ways. Um, and so that's just been, you know, one of the most powerful for me on a physical level to just experience like being shot to drowning to passing from, you know, cancer or dementia to, you know, a car accident. And then, and like what, what people feel in their body and how they disconnect, like, you know, before there's too much pain, which brings me immense comfort, um, (laughs) you know, and, and my clients and, um, you know, how their loved ones will come get them and, and going through their life review. And, you know, on that note too, just how everybody goes through something similar, no matter what their belief systems are, you know, and, and, um, kind of seeing people from all different religious beliefs, all different backgrounds and countries and, um, upbringings, like all go through a very similar, but yet unique, you know, experience as they cross over has been really, really profound. Interesting. So, so if somebody dies, like in something that's a sudden, you know, type of accident, like, do they realize like, as this is happening and as, like you said, they leave their body before the pain gets too great. Like, do they know, like, this is my exit point? Usually, you know, well, you know, like my most recent shooting um, was a young man who was shot in the back and he was um, at that point thinking that the situation was getting cleared up. And so he was, he was shot in the back very unexpectedly. And, but he like, so as I went through it, I felt the burning of the bullets and that kind of that instant pain. And then I felt falling down. And it was like, as soon as I felt like my body hit the ground, I was, I was out. So, and it was like, and so sometimes they'll show me in, in an accident or something like that, very sudden where, where maybe they'll follow their body to the ambulance. Like they'll maybe stay with their body for a little bit to see if they could come back in if, you know, just in case, but usually, um, like a grandparent or another loved one or an, an angel or guide will be there and they'll instantly know like, okay, this is my, you know, this is my time to exit. And, um, you know, and they'll, and they'll be able to, you know, kind of just like watch, I I find that they observe, you know, also their loved ones getting the notifications and, um, you know, and any investigators or people trying to work on them or help them. And so they have a lot of appreciation, um, you know, for anybody who even tries to help them, even if it's like past the point of being able to be helped, you know, during that time. And then they try to comfort their loved ones as they're hearing, you know, the, 
the devastating news of their loss, you know, kind of, and then they make their transition, you know, fully. Is it emotional for you? It's, yeah, it's super emotional. It's, they usually, I, and I say spirit kind of as a broad term to just describe all of them that I bring through, but, you know, they have a really good sense of humor. So it'll be, it's really interesting in a reading, they'll like be taking me through their death and through this loss and, you know, it's like devastating and sad and obviously very, very emotional. And then, and then they'll like make a joke about, but then I crossed into the light and I saw like so-and-so and I was reminded of, you know, and, and they were an atheist. So I thought it was really funny that they were there, like something like that, you know, like they'll, they'll like crack yeah. a joke and make it like lighten it back up really quick again. And what's the difference between somebody who, you know, passes, like, let's say has lived a very full life and passes naturally from natural causes. And, you know, people know for a long period of time kind of leading up to that. What's Mm -hmm. their experience like? They usually, you know, and, and what's interesting is like before doing this work, I would always kind of think of like, well, how sad that maybe it took so long for somebody to transition if they, you know, were really sick or something. Um, and what they have shown me is that, you know, even if they're lying in a hospital bed unresponsive or, you know, if they're on, whether it's on like medication or oxygen machines or whatnot, you know, can't speak, that they get so much love out of, you know, hearing their loved ones talk to them, even on the phone or feeling people in the room and knowing that, you know, someone's there, you know, and, and they get to almost go through an experience where it's like, um, like an in-between, you know, where, where, especially if they're like in a coma type state, um, where they get to start feeling, you know, all the love from their family, like more on a soul energetic level, they get to really kind of begin to see like the ripples of what they put out through their lifetime. And so it's so beautiful and, you know, really uplifting, um, you know, for, for a time that's also so sad too, you know, for so many. Um, and, you know, usually how they make me feel is like, it just feels like falling asleep. Like when you want to open your eyes, but you're, they're so heavy, like you can't, it's almost like that type of a feeling. And then maybe they'll have like a second of, of struggle getting in a deep breath. Um, but they leave their body pretty quickly or in in life support situations, like they exit before the body goes through that last moment of, of like a gasping or like a struggle. Cause I always see them like they're standing next to their body at that point. Um, you know, so they don't feel that. And it feels very, usually they show like, especially when they're older and have, or have been ill for a really long time, they'll show leaving their body. Like they're so relieved, like it's so happy that they get to pick a younger version of themselves or a more healthier version of themselves. And, you know, they can move freely and, you know, so it's like a big celebration for them. Ooh, that's a good point. So do you see them like when they're outside of their body, like let's say they were older and, you know, passing of natural causes or they've been sick and they're older. When you see them, are they younger? Like if they're standing outside of their body, are you able to then just choose like, what is the 
what is the the suit that I wear, the look that I have beyond, you know, this human experience? Yes. So, and from my understanding, like it's, you know, when, when we're in the afterlife, like just as like our soul self, like we can kind of just be like a light body basically, but, but when they present themselves, they get to kind of show up as whatever self, whatever their favorite time was. So some people, like I, I had a couple come through who passed in their nineties and they showed me like the woman was like, they were like 20, like maybe 22 or something, 23. They, they chose really young and they were like <laughs> a date clothes from like the, you know, like the Frank Sinatra days, like ready to go dancing. And <laughs> Aww, that's so sweet. Yeah. It was so sweet. And then some people will pick bodies like more around their forties or fifties when they felt like the strongest, you know, and, and the most like fulfilled. Um, so it is, it's so interesting to see what, what people choose is like their favorite time even I've had young people who pass maybe from like a drug overdose or a car accident or something in their early 20s that will sometimes even appear as like a 13 year old or a 12 year old like before maybe their life um got more complicated or more heavy they'll pick like a kind of a more light like innocent part of themselves yeah that's interesting Mm -hmm. so cool so so what about talking to somebody like who can, have you ever talked to somebody and felt like they're going to pass or they're in the transition process of passing? Yes. Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> um, yes. So I've, I did a session once for somebody who was on hospice care, who was actually really terrified of dying. and his family member got him a session. Um, and I was able to see his parents around him and also, um, a brother figure for him. And they were all like in the hospital room, like hanging out with him like 24 seven so that he for sure would not be alone, you know, when it happened. And, and that really brought him so much peace. Cause he was, he was really afraid of being all alone and like getting lost somewhere, which um, a lot of people say that they have that fear of like, well, what happens if I don't know where to go? Like, do I just get stuck in the hospital forever? Or like, you know, and, and um, so he, he was really happy to hear that. And then, you know, I got to start to feel like what his life review was going to be like, and was able to, um, cause he asked me about some mistakes that he had made. And so we were able to go through kind of the lessons around that. And, and he, he started to just lighten up like already, like without even crossing over feeling like, um, almost like relieved that he'd be able to learn his lessons without, uh, necessarily suffering so much, not that he was a bad person or anything, but, um, it was, and, and I felt like his passing was going to be, you know, really peaceful and and useful, you know, for him, but, but it was really, it's almost like a, an interesting mix of energy because you can kind of feel the heaviness of just like, like the grief of, of being done with life. And then at the same time, there's this beautiful 
like really powerful, loving, divine energy filtering in, you know, to, to kind of ensure that he crosses over. And so it's, it's almost like there's like two waves of energy kind of moving through. So it's really, it's really interesting. And then um, one woman came to me who was terminally ill, who was still trying out different methods to, um, you know, potentially extend her life. And, you know, that was really, that was probably one of the most emotional things because I could feel that she was probably going to pass within a year. And it was really sad, um, because she was so young. And, um, so that was definitely an emotional session. And I actually just got to bring her through, um, one of her loved ones, she told them, she was like, I went to this medium, you know, and so you better go to her after I go. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I can come through. And it was, it was like the greatest thing ever. Um, it's one of the greatest moments ever to get to experience her light and okay. Like, like I knew she, on a mental level, she was going to be okay, of course. Um, but it was, it was really great to get to feel her. <laughs> what a beautiful connection. Mm-hmm. I love that. So is there like from, and I don't know if you can answer this or if, if it's clear, is there like a predetermined time that we choose to leave as human beings or are there like multiple kind of option points? Like how does that work? Yeah. So it's a great question. Um, from what I can tell <laughs> is it seems to be that we do have a, a predetermined like time frame. So maybe not as specific as like this date, you know, at 3 PM, like, right. Um, <laughs> you know, but, but like more of like a year or a month kind of, you know, of like, okay, if something doesn't where like, even if you, you know, heal from this or do this, like this is your time. So so something's going to happen <laughs> where you transition. Um, and so I feel like that's kind of for the majority. Now I have seen in some cases where some people will get a chance to exit sooner, especially in situations where someone maybe isn't learning um, their lessons, you know, quite fully. And they're just really struggling and life is really like painful for them um, they might get the opportunity to to cross over and and finish learning over there or, um, total opposite, you know, they could learn their lessons all early and then kind of get this chance of like, Hey, do you want to stay and move into more of a teacher role later in your life? Or, you know, do you want to be done and, and come over now? Um, and then there's free will, you know, of course, in some accidents or homicides where, you know, somebody else's free will can, you know, sometimes not be prevented by divine will and, and where it is, you know, yeah, quote unquote too soon. Um, but, but it's not, I find even in those cases, it's not the, like the soul is not forever traumatized just because they left too soon, you know, like they're, as soon as they cross over it, like they're okay. Yeah, and, that makes sense. And like they can make like, you know, and, the, and then what they always tell me is like, even though nobody could prevent their passing, you know, their loved ones can kind of take 
can take their passing and take that tragedy and, you know, transmute it, like, you know, and, and shift it into something that makes a positive change to kind of like um, shift, you know, so that the negative energy doesn't just keep cycling of the tragedy. So they can use their death as a, you know, kind of an, an alchemist um, tool, a tool of alchemy. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. So, so when we have like things like large natural disasters or wars, or even just over the past year with the pandemic, like, and there's, you know, many people like, I mean, I guess the perspective would be like, it shouldn't have happened, right? Like we should be able to prevent these wars or prevent, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Natural disasters or pandemic. Um, And it seems like there's large amount of people, you know, in a short period of time um, crossing over, like, is that, is there a meaning to that? Like, is there, you know what I mean? Is that something that you feel like those souls came to kind of have that experience and that was their exit point? Like, you know, even like a collective large amount of people or have you read for anybody that's had those things happen or been parts of, you know, let's say a war or natural disaster or, you know, the pandemic who have crossed? Mm -hmm. I have, you know, and a lot of times in, in large natural disasters in like mass shootings in any situation where a large number of people pass, like they will, it's really interesting because it's like their souls will form a bond through what happened. And so they'll all kind of help ensure that everybody passes together. So, you know, or crosses over together. And so they kind of like, um, and it's kind of interesting because if you think of people's personalities, like those natural leaders or the natural, like kind of mothering type souls or teachers, you know, will kind of even take on that role in, in that passing experience and will be the one that like on a soul level is like going to make sure like all the little kids, if any little kids die, that they get over. Okay. And like, you know, and just make sure in all that chaos that everyone that every soul makes it to, to the other side, you know, all right. Um, with the pandemic, you know, I feel like it being an illness, you know, I feel like that I, there were a lot of people signed up to transition out of humanity. Um, I also feel like we got a lot of new souls coming in. So it's kind of like an interesting yeah. way of like a lot of just like big shifting as far as like souls moving you know, into the afterlife and then a cycling of new souls, you know, coming in as well, kind of shifting, you know, the, the, the vibration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, I don't want to say like not number of people that everyone was like necessarily, you know, like planned to go. Um, but I do feel like because there were such big numbers that there's like, you know, and, and in the souls that I've seen, you know, with COVID, like nobody was alone. Like there was really a lot of unity and souls helping everyone go in peace. And, you know, and, and the people in the hospital where, cause I know there was like so much grief and pain over like, people being in the hospital and like dying alone because 
we couldn't go see our loved ones, right. you know, and, and um, what I've seen in readings is that, you know, even being on the, on the ventilator, like their soul was able to kind of go in and out of their body. So they didn't feel trapped in that hospital room alone you know, the whole time they were able to kind of go in and out and see their loved ones and um, get breaks from being in their body while their body was trying to fight the illness. And so they, they weren't laying there stuck suffering, you know, that whole time. Oh, that's so interesting. Mm-hmm. I bet that helps people like come to some sort of, you know, peace around just understanding that it wasn't just what you would think it would be. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's so like when you just hear about it, like it just sounds so awful and horrific, you know, and, and yeah, not to re- downplay that at all, but, but yeah. I, I remember like, um, I had a really close relationship with my grandmother and she was 92 when she passed and it was basically just her body started giving out. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was like in and out of her body a lot, like at the end there, I mean, she would have days where she was very much, you know, in her body and lucid. And then, you know, she was talking about my grandpa being there and he had passed 14 years earlier. And like, you would, you could tell just by interacting with her, like on days where she was just not fully there Mm -hmm. and, and just kind of, and it was such an interesting thing to observe. And that went on, like, I'm going to say it was months prior to her passing. Do you see that sometimes? I do. And especially with any kind of dementia, you know, or Alzheimer's where it's almost like they get to a point where they can see the afterlife realm and our realm, like as if it's the same. And so Ah. there's that confusion. Um, But, but yeah, it's like, it, it is because they're, you know, it's almost like babies right when they're born. Right. I believe like, you know, people will say like, you know, they see a little baby, like looking up at the corner of the room and like, you know, during a reading, like I'll see that it was like their grandpa coming to play with them or, you know, and they can still see the afterlife. It's kind of like the same thing, you know, right before we pass, especially when it's planned, you know, or expected like that, like, or where we're getting close to death, you know, yeah, body shutting down where it's like, we open up again to, to that ability to really see and, and connect with the other side, which I feel like it makes it not such a harsh transition for them. It's like, it, it's like they get to ease into it a little bit. Yeah, definitely. It makes so much sense, right? I mean, as you're coming in, you're the veil is thin and as you're going out, right, you're transitioning Mm -hmm. and the veil is thin. And it's, what do you feel about, you know, I know there's so much new energy coming on the planet, right? And through just the natural process of, you know, older generations passing back to spirit and newer generations coming on the planet, there's such a, you know, shift in the vibration. Do you feel like, we are at a time and a kind of a crossroads where there's going to be many more people able to go throughout their, you know, life beyond just being a young child and an older, let's say adult, um, being able to see through the veil more and more that this will become something that's more an aspect of, you know, our human experience than maybe it feels like just a couple people are able to have that vantage point. 
100%. I feel like, I feel like all of our gifts are opening up like more and more and more. And then I feel like what's happening is as we're all speaking about these things more and more and more, like, like we're really, you know, those of us who are here right now and have opened up our gifts and are sharing them and talking about them. Like, I feel like we're kind of like almost like anchoring in the, the tone or the frequency of like of this communication of this connection with these other realms, you know, and, and this higher consciousness. So then the new souls coming in, you know, how will be more, um, it'll be easier for them to keep that, that tone or that frequency and, and to keep their gifts and, and to grow up at a, at a vibration for lack of a better term, you know, that where, where they don't have to suddenly like shut that down and yeah. like lower to like make it as a human, you know, like, I feel like we're, um, you know, and, and they're saying like, you know, science is showing like the vibration of the planet is starting to like increase. So the frequency is higher, you know? So I feel like as we're, as humanity and the earth and all of us are, you know, raising our, our frequencies, like it's just easier for spirit to come through more too. Sure. Sure. (laughs) Easier for them. It's easier for us. And so it's just going to be more, um, like become more normal. I feel like, you know, and and more like, oh, well, of course you, you know, of course you talk to your grandma, like, (laughs) it's like, of course you have the sense of touch and smell and, you know, right. You're human. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you can talk to everybody who's passed, right? Yeah. Like, Um, of course you're an empath, which I think is already, you know, like I see it already becoming normalized. So I feel like that's just going to ripple out, you know, more and more and more. (laughs) Yeah. It's so great. It's so interesting. So, so are you still doing readings individually for people? I am. I'm about a month and a half booked out, I believe, but, but yes, I am still doing, doing one-on-one readings over the phone and zoom. Well, I bet people are waiting with their pen and paper right now. So we, they're hoping you tell them how they can, how they can find you and book a spot. <laughs> yes. I, I love, I don't, I don't know if I'm ever going to stop doing readings cause I love them so much. So, <laughs> so great. I love that. <laughs> yeah. So they can find me at sarahreneinc.com and there's just a contact like, you know, page on there that goes directly to my email you know, or Instagram, I do a lot of like guided meditations and lives and stuff on there. My Instagram is Sarah Sunshine 444. So awesome. I love your 444. Yeah, Got to get um, angel numbers in there. <laughs> yep. I'm all about those angel numbers myself. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Sarah. It was so nice to connect with you and answer these. These are the questions that, right, you don't get to ask all yeah. the time. Um, and so thank you for just satiating my curiosity. And I'm sure everybody else's who's been listening. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. It's so fun to, I love diving into all these, all these topics. Yeah, I know. It's so fun, right? We could talk for hours. (laughs) Um, So thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm Shauna Lee, and you've been listening to the Soul Frequency Show podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Soul Frequency. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this show. 
Join me next week for more powerful awakenings and positive vibes.